This episode of Gwinnett History Back in the Day is brought to you by Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. This is Gwinnett History Back in the Day, and I'm your host, Nate McGill. Welcome to our first show of our first season. I do want to just jump right in as we begin a three-part series on our county's namesake. If you've read the title of the episode, then it's no surprise that today we're talking about Button Gwinnett. Part 1. The Undiscovered Country A few days ago in Gwinnett County, Georgia, the heat here was record-breaking. But now it's finally fall. The air is crisp. Geese have decided to take to the air. It's a nice fall day. But on the other side of the ocean today, it's rainy and dark. Even today, in Down Hatherley, there's only 165 houses and around 450 people. The village itself is only three and a half miles wide. Think of what it must have been like 250 years ago. The wind howled, the sky cloudy. A boy stares off into the horizon. He often stared. His father, a reverend, often corrected him of his habit. Why can't you be more like your brother Samuel? Why can't you be like your oldest sister for that matter? You're a good voice to beg bacon, which is the same as saying, don't quit your day job, boy. His mother Anne likely taught him to write. If not her, then the nearby school. Ink-dipped reed are often goose quill pens scratched on parchment or rag paper. It wasn't smooth, but it did absorb the sticky and often inconsistent ink of schoolboy days. There our boy learned to write his name, make his mark for the first time, become a brother of the quill, as they called writers in those days. But our boy longed to be a man. He dreamed of making his mark on the world instead of parchment, and soon enough, he would try. The sea wind blew against our boy, now a man with a wife and a voyage. It takes a lot of zeal and a lot of strength to set sails across the ocean with your wife in 1762, but that's the way it happened. Our man had never really cared for the merchant business, really. It was a way out. Our man had a plan, and it involved riding the merchant wave, if you forgive the pun. He wasn't sure where he was going, but he'd heard tales of successful merchants coming back from the colonies. Why Robbie Habersham sends his family gifts and stories galore. He'd heard these tales for the last ten years. If I don't go now, there'll be nothing left. So he left his hometown to go find his fortune, prove once and for all to his country, his father, and himself that he had what it takes. That he was not a dirty bow like he felt inside. A dirty bow, by the way, is what they used to call a man that acted more prim and proper than he really was. So he started his career as a merchant in Britain, but never felt totally qualified. He made excuses like, the colonies is where the real opportunity is. Britain was not home anymore. It never really was. Home, after all, isn't where you're from. It's where they understand you. Britain never understood him. They said what all naysayers say. You'll never make it. You'll never account for anything. You'd be better off going into the clergy like your father. Frankly... This ticked Button Gwinnett off. Button's deepest psychological need was for self-worth. He said things like, Failure's not an option. There's no such thing as a no-win scenario. I'll show them. I'll prove it to them. You'll regret the day you ever rejected me. 
and so off he sailed, with his wife, the one person he felt hadn't rejected him, to his very own undiscovered country. Part 2. Fake It Till You Make It It's coming in about a week. This podcast is brought to you by Gwinnett Magazine's Guide to Gwinnett. Do you want to know where to go, what to do, when it starts, who to ask, what to buy, or how to help in Gwinnett County, Georgia? Well, join the thousands of other Gwinnettians who have already discovered the Guide to Gwinnett. Visit guidetogwinnett.com and get a free listing for your business. Check out all the marketing platforms for your business from Gwinnett Magazine, Gwinnett's definitive publisher of magazines, newsletters, and podcasts for over 20 years and counting. This episode of Back in the Day was written by me, Nate McGill, with research assistance from Elijah Stansel and engineering assistance from Wade Greer and Ron Baker. To get future episodes of this podcast, Gwinnett History Back in the Day, don't forget to hit subscribe.